Yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 and welcome back to Creeps and Crimes Podcast. I'm Taylor. I'm Morgan. Happy Thursday and happy episode 173. Thank you. So, guys, um, <laughs> were you scared? Were you thinking that we weren't about to show up to our own party? I mean, today? of course we're going to show up. Well, you know we had to fucking just, get here. We just were a little late. We have no idea. Make a grand entrance. <laughs> yeah, you know, we just had to pop it in there late, you know? But we have no idea exactly when or it, how this is going to get out or whatever. Yeah. Um, because if you didn't know, Patreon already knows because we ranted about it for about an, an hour, hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> over there on their Five and Out Goss, is that we have gone back to our, you know, our old ways. We're back on our bullshit. But it's a good type of bullshit because we've implemented a well, new recording schedule. If if we could, if the world if, would let us, the universe would let us get there, do this recording schedule, it would be top tier. I top think we, tier. it's so healthy for the both of us, Me too. mentally, physically. The layout of the way that the work would fall would be perfect. But for some reason, we don't know why we are. Natural disasters are attracted to us. And we just not to say that this storm is a natural disaster, it but feels in the like city it. of Knoxville, it sure as hell is. The city of Knoxville is currently chaos. Guys, we have three plow trucks for the entire city. That's what they have. And we have about a foot of snow that's frozen into ice on every fucking road in the city of Knoxville. No roads are plowed, so the foot of snow froze over top. So the road that you're driving on is a foot beneath your tires. Right. And it's not good here. It's not good. And nothing's open because people can't get anywhere. They the, shut the city down. They, they shut down all the public transportation. It's awful. State we're not, of emergency. We're not going to go back on our soapbox that we just got off because it. this but, is fucked up and the city needs to really, really get their shit together. It's bad. But um. anyways, so it delayed us. Yeah. It's currently Wednesday at 6 p.m before this episode comes out so this is supposed to be out in like what five six seven hours mm -hmm. who knows yeah we were supposed to record this on monday yeah because that's our new schedule we're gonna record on mondays instead of tuesdays and mondays are gonna be it that's it that's it so we used to do monday thursday so now tuesday, we're gonna thursday. do i'm sorry tuesday thursday now we're gonna go back to monday or just not go back to but do mondays so right. that way we can edit on tuesday we can do all the things that we need to do on tuesday and wednesday and rest recuperate thursday goes out Thursday? No, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right, like do whatever you need to. Who fucking knows? You could get your notes done on Thursday and Friday if you're feeling crazy. And or then, even Wednesday yeah, if you're really on the grind. Knows? And then you got a four-day weekend. Right, you could do it on Tuesday even. We'll push back the editing to Wednesday. It doesn't matter. That's what we fucking needed though. And we've been trying so hard to get on this Monday recording schedule. And of course, Monday we wake up and oh, there's about 42 inches of snow on the ground. There's a blizzard outside. A, the, it's the blizzard of 24. <laughs> Mark it in your calendars because we lived it. It feels crazy. So we couldn't get to each other to record and we didn't. We were like, we're not going to risk our lives. They're going to be understanding. All right. We're not that worried about it. Even if we do miss a Thursday, like we'll get it out on Friday. Who cares? So anyways, did you guys just hear her? Well, if it's between our lives and the episode, going out, I'm going to choose our lives every time. Because well, I agree. I just I. <laughs> I for sure thought like if the roads were so bad today, I for sure thought that you'd been like, let's do it virtual. Oh no, I I'm, wow. I would r much rather it not go out on a Thursday before I did a virtual. You would have released a Patreon episode before. We I would have done a Patreon. I would have got put. I actually went and found a Patreon episode and prepared it just. In that case. was going to be my option for, but I yeah. didn't. I didn't send it. I, I didn't want to pull that trigger just yeah. yet because <laughs> we're going to need it in April. I didn't want to <laughs> pull that trigger either. I was like, we got we got stuff we got to be going and doing. So no. yeah. Yeah, oh. but anyways, it we've been putting it off just trying to make it to where it's 
the safest way for us to record this while also anticipating that there's going to be power outages. Mm -hmm. So we have the today we both felt comfortable enough, Morgan mainly because she has to drive across here that no matter what happened, we can get her home and we can leave the Bronco there if we need to. Who cares? She can get somewhere and be safe and whatever. Pick her up, drop her off. So she drove over. We're good. It, even though there are fucking blocks of ice <laughs> on the ground, but it's fine. So we'll be fine. we're recording now and uh, I'm going to edit this pretty raw. I'm not going to like hardcore edit it. I'm going to take out the shit that's just annoying as shit to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. I do have um, a little catch up for everyone. So oh, yeah. I was super excited this past after you listened to the last episode because i was going to pick up my wedding dress on saturday me and aaron and ollie we're gonna head down to Atlanta. we're gonna have ourselves a little day or Mm -hmm. i was gonna pick up my dress and just to remind everyone um i paid for a split size i Mm -hmm. paid an extra it was like i don't know a couple hundred bucks it was Mm -hmm. it was a lot more than that for (laughs) us a a split size dress meaning that instead of the dress coming in an eight it comes in a 10 8 12 or Mm -hmm. 12 8 6 or whatever you customize per size based off of your bust your waist and your hips mm-hmm. which is what i did because it it made sense for me i have very large hips mm-hmm. very small waist yep medium boobs right that that's how my body is but the dress that i tried on when i tried it on was really truly a perfect fit. it was a perfect fit and honestly i should have just bought that but yeah. instead this lady morgan 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 okay morgan okay, okay morgan. morgan okay morgan um she convinced me that that dress that I had on was too small and then I needed to go up not one size but two sizes in my hips so anyway that's what we did we took a recommendation because I had to sign my life away if um I didn't take their recommended sizing yeah she like did like the leaving without leaving against medical advice like I was an I was AMA that's literally what it felt like they're like okay so you swear to god hand on the bible that if you walk out of here it was just like a gaslit into like okay well maybe I do need to get the bigger size even though I knew how I felt in that dress how I looked and it wasn't too tight I could still walk around and it looked great on me and the girl that kept calling her Morgan 500 times would not let her friends fucking talk to her or her sister or her mom no fucking talk to Morgan she like hid Morgan away in a back room so no one could ever like walk Morgan and, and my dresses when I try them on I had a three seconds three guys it was go oh, to the you Patreon. don't like this one let's just take it off go to the pipe and hot I was sweating right now go to the pipe and hot goss about this and if you want the, all the tea because we fucking sweating. we've talked about it anyway so I'm really excited to go to Atlanta I get there. I go try on my dress. It's a different girl this time. And they also moved locations, which I had no idea about. No one wanted to inform me. So I get to my appointment. I go upstairs. They unzip my dress. I'm like, oh, it looks beautiful, you know. And I go to step in it. And I was like, well, this just went Ooh. on a little too easy. Yeah. And I'm getting really scared because there's not a mirror in the dressing room. And Again, they're like literally like, a cult. What she's the fuck? like, all right, well, come on out. And I like I'm looking at I'm looking at my stomach. I'm looking at my boobs. I'm noticing my strap sleeves, whatever mm-hmm. it is on the top is falling all. off. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like really getting scared. And I have no one there to like reassure me like it's going to mm-hmm. be fine. I have no friends there. Aaron's in the car. Actually, Aaron's walking the dog in mm-hmm wherever it was that called middle not middle brook um middletown midtown midtown in midtown and so middletown <laughs> middlebrook and so i walk out and i'm looking at myself in the mirror and i wanted to cry yeah tears i was so distraught i couldn't even look at myself in this dress it looked it did not look like the dress that i picked it was horrible it was way too big on me um it looked like i was i was swimming in it and it was just falling down Every, every part of me, it was falling down. My sleeves are falling off. My, 
I don't even, I'm not going to have sleeves. Newsflash, my dress doesn't have sleeves, but yeah, they were falling off. Everything was falling off. And um, so I look at the lady. I'm like, can you just snap a couple pictures? And she walks behind me, takes one picture and hands me the phone. And it was bad. And I, I was so upset that I, I needed to get the fuck out of there. So I said, well, I was like, well, obviously it's too big. And she's like, yeah, so I mean, that's no problem at all. I think if we just take it in here, here, you know, we can start alterations today. Let me grab your measurements. And I'm like, oh, no, no, fuck. I no. was like, I'm not doing alterations here. Pack up my I'm taking this off, pack my dress up and I'm taking it. I'm leaving with it today. I'm yep. going to Knoxville. I'll sign against medical advice. Who fucking here? So she's like looking at me and I'm looking at her like I'm mad and yeah. I don't get like whenever mad. I do get mad like that, like it's, you can t- read it all over my face. Yeah. So I'm fucking mad. And she's like, OK, well, you know, and I was like, can you open my veil? Yeah, literally. She didn't even unbox my veil she didn't even, like, to try show it on. me, dude. And so before I take the dress off, I'm like, can you open up my veil? She's like, oh, yeah. You know, sometimes we don't like to because we can't repackage it like how it is. And I'm like, either I way, it's see, coming out of the fucking package. I want to see my $500 fucking veil right, right now. Open the so fucking So she opens thing. up my veil and I put it on and I'm like, oh, well, I look even bigger in it because now the veil's adding so much fucking more shit. And so anyway, I take the veil off. I go outside to my car. Aaron's gone. He's with the keys. He's walking the dog. I'm carrying this dress. It's four degrees in Atlanta. You're about to cry. I'm I'm on the verge of tears. I'm trying to call my mom. My mom's in Florida celebrating her mom's birthday. Oh, my God. And I'm like, you know what? Luckily, I can unlock my car through my phone. So I sit in the car and I like I'm looking at pictures. I'm going back of how it. I'm trying to go back to how it looked when I tried it on to just get my mindset that like Mm -hmm. you love this dress. Like it's someone can fix this for you. So anyway, it was fine. And then Taylor is, she calls me. I'm like, hello. <laughs> She's like, um, hey, I was just wondering how your appointment went. I'm like, it she was, never like called me or anything. It's so not I, a Snapchat, I, not a nothing. picture. I knew something was bad wrong. But I, I was it. I'm like, hello. What more was I expecting though from that bitch? I don't know. Yeah. Sorry if you listen to this, you're really not a bitch, but you pissed me off. Like, yeah. Enough. And now I'm even more mad knowing that you took her down there and you did that to her. Yeah. So pray to God you never see my face again. Yeah. No, it was. And so she's like, well, how'd the fitting go? And I was like, it was horrible. The dress doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds <laughs> so like. So I was like, okay, well, you know, send me some pictures. And I'm like, I, I can't. don't have to take a picture. <laughs> I can't. I was like, okay, well, um. I'm going to pull up that alterations girl and I'm going to make you an appointment. But I said it to Morgan and I'm like make I'm typing out everything to get her an appointment. And she's like, OK, I got an appointment. I was like, thank God. <laughs> Guys, I was, it was actually for tomorrow and they cancel it because of the snow. Did you get another one? Monday. OK, thank God. No, no, I'm sorry. Not Monday. The uh, oh 23rd, the Tuesday. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Oh my God, if it was Monday, I'd be like, all right, you know what? We're going to keep Tuesday with Thursdays. So now clearly it's not supposed to happen. <laughs> no, it's on Tuesday. Okay. But yeah, so but uh girl from work, Min, she told me that her yeah. aunt actually does gowns oh. and she um she says she does really good bridal work. So yeah. I'm gonna go to this lady just because she's like has good reviews online, but I'm also I'm not gonna be like I'm gonna leave my dress with you. I'm gonna be like, I'm also gonna go check out this other Yeah, I definitely would. I like definitely I'm being would. very self conscious about this dress. I don't want it fucked up and I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at two different alteration options. Yeah, percent. I think you should one hundred percent. I think so too. So Anyway, that's that. The only thing I think about the girl that you have the appointment with is that she's used to working on body types like yours. I know. You know? And so that's the only valuable thing about that. But I'm sure it's going to be a lot cheaper and a lot I, better not- and faster with your someone that we know. Someone that we have a connection with. I know. And that's what I also yeah. would like is that I know 
Yep. She knows I know her niece. Yep. And I'm friends with her niece. So I think that that would be helpful. But that would be. At the same time, this girl is strictly, the other girl is strictly bridal. And I feel like you're right. So I'm going to go to her first. Yeah, definitely go to her says. first. If she's got like full confidence, then mm-hmm. I'm, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm well, Because you're also going to need to do two alteration sessions. So yeah, if your first one you don't like, we can switch. One thing that I don't remember about the try-on is this material that was underneath the mm-hmm. dress. I don't remember that being on the gown I tried on. Okay. So I'm really concerned that that's going to hurt alterations. Because I remember the girl being like, any alterations will be easy. This material is super easy to work with. But now it's like, there's two layers. And I don't remember that. I th- Sometimes they do that when they piece together things so that they have an inseam and not, like, it, you don't see it on the outside. Mm-hmm. And so it might be because of that. But I, because it's pieced together, they can undo it and redo it from the inside so that actually might be better that there's two yeah. instead of one because and that also it was like because remember it's it wasn't thin necessarily but it was like a good it wasn't a super thick yeah i don't remember it being like a super thick one yeah i guess i don't know i i don't i just don't remember it at all but <laughs> fuck just i need what to pull I needed. the videos from that day Oh, I'm just kidding we were allowed to video or take pictures or do anything so yeah so they were like well you know Send us pictures of your special day. We love to share them. I'm like, oh, they'll be on Instagram. You won't be tagged. You will not be tagged. If you're tagged, it's because Taylor's talking shit about you in the comments. If it's tagged, it's one of our listeners that tagged you and said, why'd you treat our girl like Why'd that? you fucking do that? <laughs> why'd you fucking do that? That's literally that. Yeah. Oh, wow. That uh, makes me sick. That makes me really sick. So what are you the CEO of? Um, I think I am the CEO of. Oh, I think we're both the CEO of Snow. I, I agree. I'm going to take you one up. I'm the CEO of raking or shoveling raking. my driveway with a rake. Yeah, 100%. So many people walking by. And I'm, I'm the like, CEO of um, role, uh, role playing a homemaker these days. Yeah, you really I've been have been up and really fucking cooking it at up. 10 in the morning, y'all. I'm, I'm really impressed. Like, I'm going to sit here and marinate this pork for four fucking hours. I wish I had those like. I don't have that. I, I wish I had that like motivation to want to cook. I do mm. want to cook, but it's wh- snow makes where, me want to cook. <laughs> where I fuck up is my grocery list. Mm, That's okay. where I fuck up. I never know what I need to get, and then if I get something, I feel like it's a waste because it's only for that one meal, and I just spent sixty dollars for one meal, and then mm-hmm. I'm get, and then I get pissed off. I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, like I don't pre-stock the fridge enough to yeah. be able to utilize yeah, multiple your, things. Your per fridge meal. is pretty bare. Like we're an ingredients household. I'm not. Yeah, we we don't have like snacks and shit like we have like crackers and granola bars mm-hmm. but that's like the extent of our yeah snack. no my meals i have pretzels in the refrigerator right now you do i do i will tell you what i did what i am on right now is i went to trader joe's for like the first time in a couple years mm. and i got their mandarin orange chicken and well i made my my own lo mein mm-hmm. with ramen noodles mm-hmm. it was hardly lo mein but the chicken was so good and i'm so mm. weird about that but it was so crunchy i love and, like, everything from Trader Joe's. so good and then i also had their yaki 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 i also had one of those so that's what we do though like when i go to the grocery store i just buy like dinner things like if i yeah. know that i have steak i'll get potatoes and like yeah. that's it stuff that goes bad after yeah. two weeks see we we normally do like um 
we have like a like you'll have cream of mushroom and yeah we have a bunch of that like, in the house we get but we get cans of a lot of stuff that we use to cook like certain meals and things like the the reason we get so many like bulk big cans of like cream of mushroom and shit is because that's like logan's meal that he makes when he's at home alone so we know that's not going to go bad but also with that you can make soups you can make casseroles and stuff like that for like winter time Mm -hmm. so we stock up on those things during the winter and then during the summer we don't really use the canned things unless they're like canned vegetables for like bowls and stuff another trader joe's kick it's a dill chopped dill salad Mm, i saw you eating that the other day so good it had a dill it was like a dill zesty ranch dressing and it had like pickle chips that you crushed up as like your croutons mm-hmm. and then it had a dill seasoning that sounds it was so delicious good. my mouth is watering i didn't think i'd like it but i was like oh, i'm gonna try it and it was pretty good you know what i've uh i went to, when i was at the grocery store the last four times i've been this week because i my had to go to going crazy um, sorry mind i'm starving when i went to the grocery store i was walking through and i realized like the only fruit i've bought is frozen fruit for smoothies a one-off i'll get an apple or an orange we always have bananas for logan's protein shakes and shit and I just was like, when was the last time I had a bunch of fruit? I, I'm a big fruit girl. I do get I that. love fruit, but Logan doesn't eat fruit with me as much. Like, Same. Even though he likes it a lot, if it's there and like cut already, he'll eat it. He doesn't ever like reach for it where I do. Like when we lived together, we always had tons mm-hmm. of fruit, grapes, all the things. So I bought a bunch of grapes and I got cantaloupe and pineapple. Bitch, I opened up the cantaloupe to get one bite out, okay? Logan sees me doing it, so he wants a bite of the cantaloupe. That night, the cantaloupe was gone. That's Aaron, why I'm an ingredients household. Aaron eats one fruit, and that is strawberries. Strawberry, but base. I have to. They have to be cut up and in Tupperware. Mm-hmm. He would never go out of his way to cut up a strawberry. He ate. It, it, it's like if they're in like their little rack, and mm-hmm. he's like, I don't even see them. Came came and opened. But my up. my go to fruits are grapes. Mm-hmm. I like apples a lot, but me I too. I haven't been getting them much. Blackberries. I love blackberries. Yeah, I love blackberries. And strawberries. Those are my go-to. I love all berries. I love all berries. My, during the winter, I love a cantaloupe because I like cottage cheese with it. And I don't know why that's a winter meal to me, but. Yeah, no, cantaloupe was our summer meal. In the summer, I always have watermelon. Yeah, you are watermelon. Big old watermelon. And then I always have like some berries on rotation just for like my yogurts and stuff. But Mm -hmm. for the most part, they've been frozen. And I can't eat them all. I can't eat the whole fucking pack by myself. I like, not in the time before it goes bad. bad. Like, I need mm-hmm. help eating it, Logan. Yeah, but I agree. He doesn't, like, thank God whenever I get the watermelon in the summer, like, Morgan will eat it with me. So we get rid of it. But Logan doesn't really eat watermelon. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Aaron doesn't either. I, and I get stuck. I have to buy the minis. And they're not as good. They're not as good. So how about from now on, we, we just get a big one and we split, split it. it in half? Because we'll eat that shit. For sure. Especially like when like when we're recording. Ollie also loves watermelon. He yeah. eats it with me. <laughs> M- Mila likes watermelon. She doesn't eat it. She likes to lick it. Yeah. And so that's her piece. I have to throw it away. Well, sometimes he gets weird about it. He like the first bite every time is like the texture. He'll just drop it and then he picks it back up. And then yeah, he's, he's like, like, oh, juicy. Um, All righty. Yeah, is there anything else we did the CEO of? Um, okay, guys, let's get into this creepy account app. Hit them with it. If you're driving, throw that shit on cruise control. If you got a glass, pour that shit up. And let's get creepy. <laughs> okay, Morgan, I'm ready for you. 
All right. So the first one we have is from Callie, I believe, um, using she, her pronouns. Title is January Creepy Account. Hi, Taylor and Morgan. It's been a while since I've sent in a creepy account. Remember that one sleep paralysis account with the white hooded figure account volume 13? What? What the fuck? It's me, bitches. And it has been on my to-do list for literal ages to send this one in. So I made my ADHD ass sit down <laughs> and type it out. So hopefully it gets featured in the January volume because it's your girl's birthday month, specifically on January 27th. Happy oh birthday. Happy birthday. We and it would be the best B-Day present to hear it. Yeah, we're only a week away. So happy early birthday. Happy early day. These are kind of two accounts rolled into one. They happen separately, but are similar. Very wholesome accounts and need a little background buildup. So I apologize in advance for how long this might be. So in July of 2020, my grandma was diagnosed with cancer. And after a short battle, she passed away in September of 2020 because of the complications from chemo treatment. The grieving process was hard as fuck. I tell you what, because I hadn't started getting super close with her until after I had started college and having to watch my dad grieve his mom was really hard to see. Mm. Following her passing, she was always on my mind, mostly because I felt guilty for not spending more time with her, but I would talk to her every single day. I get hella anxious when I'm driving. So every time I'd get my car, even if it was just to drive five minutes down the street to Walmart or to work, I would just ask her to be with me and let me know that I would make it okay. One night after work, I was driving home and had just had kind of a shit day. It was my first job after graduating college and it was fine for a starter job, but bruh, I'm so happy I left six months later. And my radio wasn't getting signal on any location station, so I just listened to static on my five-minute drive home. The next morning, I was getting up and ready for work, and my grandma was just heavy on my mind. I woke up, and boom, I was immediately thinking about her and some of our fun times together before she passed, and for some reason, I was thinking about her ringtone that she used to have set on her old flip phone. I Crossed My Heart by George Strait, which was also the same song that played for her and my dad's mother-son dance at my parents' wedding. Anyways... I'm in the bathroom getting ready and I look at a locket that my aunt gave me for Christmas that year that has a picture of me and my grandma in it. And I debated putting it on, but it just didn't work with the outfit I was wearing that day. Fair. So I'm walking out to my car and I'm just thinking about her, apologize to her for not putting on the necklace, but that I would wear it again soon. And when I turn on my car, the station that was playing static the night before is playing I Crossed My Heart by George Strait at the same part her phone would ring at. I immediately burst into tears, laughing at how crazy it was. And I just said, okay, hi, good morning, super loud. And I drove my ass to work and had a good ass day after that. Flash forward to April 2023. My papa, my literal hero, my confidant and father figure growing up passed away after a few days in the ICU semi-unexpectedly. He was a firefighter for 18 years before he had to medically retire due to some health complications that resulted from him falling off of a two-story building onto a car during a training exercise and walking away from it, never seeking medical attention at the time. Wow, Papa. Yeah, for real. Good Lord. He was admitted to the hospital because of a perforated ulcer, which typically requires surgery. But him going into surgery was very, very risky because he had only had one functioning lung and being put under for the surgery had very scary negative outcomes. Following the emergency surgery, he was in the ICU for 10 days before my grandmother made the decision that it would be best to take him off of life support. 
I was in the hospital most of the time and I was there the day he passed and having to watch my mom, my aunts and grandma go through this was extremely hard. After he passed, we took shots of whiskey because whiskey was his favorite and why not, you know? That's so sweet. And my boyfriend drove us home from the hospital. This man, uh, the way he just let me be this day, let me be in my grief and process chef's kiss. When we got home, I threw on some comfy clothes and just sat on our couch staring at the window until my boyfriend told me that he was going to go grab some stuff to make dinner for us. After he left, I sat out on our patio and I listened to some music and I cried. While I'm sitting there, one of our neighbors, I think it was our neighbors, but the music literally sounded like it was coming from the sky, starts strumming his guitar and playing small riffs here and there. One thing about my papa that you should know before he got too sick, he would play his guitar any chance that he could playing small riffs while my grandma and I would play cards or cooked or cleaned or just sat and listened to him. Not only did the guitar playing just randomly start, but a red cardinal flew into the tree directly in front of our patio and sat there while the guitar played. Of course, I immediately started crying and laughing because I just knew it was him telling me that he was okay. When I was younger, he and I would sit out on the deck every morning and imitate bird calls, and he was really good at the morning bird call. Ironic, it was that bird specifically. Shortly after his passing, every day, without fail, and always, 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 only one time, whenever I would be leaving or walking out to my car, I would hear a morning bird call. So, of course, I would say, good morning, hello, good evening, whenever I heard it. It's too cold for morning birds right now, but every day since his passing, Without fail, I have had a cardinal fly in front of my car window whenever I am driving somewhere. Sorry this was so long, but I hope you guys, as well as other listeners, find it as wholesome and comforting as I do. I get reminders every day from my past loved ones, and it is something I am working on getting more in touch with this year, now that I am not as weary of the spiritual stuff as I used to be. I love you, beautiful humans. 2024 is our fucking year. Please, I need life to chill the fuck out this year, LOL. Yes. Hallie, that was so sweet. You made me want to cry. My I knew you were gonna be crying. <laughs> I, knew I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. So sweet. Oh my god. Well, thank oh, you so the much. The guitar strings—they were definitely coming me. from the sky. That's where you got 100%. me. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Wow, that is so. What a beautiful sweet. story. And your sweet boyfriend. Oh my god. God send. God send. Oh my god. Well, thank you so much, Callie, for sending that in and sharing this with everyone. That was so incredibly sweet, and I'm so glad that you're a lot more comfortable now with your like spiritual sure, experiences yeah. so you're not so you're paying attention to these things and you're not like scared of them yeah. or they're not you're not you know you're seeing that it's them and you're able to speak back do so. you feel like um sorry sorry thank you Callie do you feel like we haven't recorded a creepy account in like four months yeah when was I was actually looking because I, you wait Callie you sent one in on the the 13th volume this is going to be volume 32 I feel like we didn't do one in December. We did it on Christmas. Oh, uh, but we pre-recorded it. We pre-recorded it. It really so has early. been a month. It feels like it's been like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I feel crazy reading this. No, me too. I'm like, I don't feel like I haven't done this in so I long. know. I feel like this is uh, different now. But Callie, well, also Callie, thank you so much for, for being here. Sticking with us. From 13, volume 13 to now. That's what did you say? Was this, gonna is, be 30. this is going to be volume 32. Holy shit. I mean, that's like a fucking, it's over, it's almost 20. Yeah. creepy accounts that you've been a part of so thank you so much callie for being here that, that thank makes you me, that makes me want to cry more than anything else. <laughs> that's very sweet so okay and the next one we have is from taylor using she her pronouns and it's not taylor it's a taylor these days taylor taylor and the title is something just crawled into bed with me i'm never sleeping again fair enough i wouldn't either. yeah okay taylor let's hear it <laughs> 
Hey ladies, I don't know if you remember me, but my name is Taylor and my creepy account was in the Live Laugh Larceny episode <laughs> and I wrote in with a story about the full body apparitions I saw growing up that were the blue avatar BEK looking people, lol. Oh, yes, yeah, I remember, I remember this. Oh my God. Okay. I've mentioned previously that I've always been a bit more in tune with the spiritual side and interested in all things creepy and crimey. And it's led to multiple experiences with the paranormal. And I also have some crimes. Taylor, let me know if you ever want me to send those in too. Please send those in, please. Thank you. However, it's literally 1249 a.m. And I just made my Alexa turn on all of the lights in my room because I was too scared to move. This is the first time in my life that something has ever touched me. Ugh. I think this is going to be a pretty short one because it literally just happened. And I don't know how I am ever going to go to sleep again. I'm so glad that you're writing it down immediately so you remember every single detail. I am obsessed with the the first thing that you thought is, let me write email this in. in. <laughs> I'm scared. I need to tell groups of crimes <laughs> right now. Let me email the besties right now. <laughs> When I first moved into this house, I immediately knew that something was there, but I brushed it off because I didn't think it felt malicious. It felt more curious. It feels almost like someone is watching me when I'm alone upstairs, but only when I'm upstairs. On the second or third day after my boyfriend and I moved in, we were both upstairs and I was in one room. My boyfriend was in the other directly across and we were both doing our own things, not talking to one another. I was facing away from the doorframe when I heard a distinctly male voice say, Taylor. And on instinct, I responded, what? <laughs> Me. Taylor, what? <laughs> um, before my brain registered that this was not my boyfriend's voice. Nope. I whipped my head around so fast before screaming for my boyfriend. Like a double take moment. He came running across the hall to find me panicking and asked me what was going on. I asked him over and over again if he called for me. And he looked at me like I was crazy and explained that he was setting up the TV in the other room and hadn't made a noise. I asked if the TV was on yet and he said no. It wasn't even plugged in. I asked if he had heard someone say my name just now and he responded again with no. I explained what had happened and he said, quote, well, the house is probably haunted. It does feel weird up here, end quote. Um, at least he, he knows. You know, it, she does say after this, he is also a believer in the paranormal. Our, I, our boys would have been like, it was not you hearing things. I know, but I almost <laughs> needed to hear that you were hearing things. <laughs> We're moving in right now and that's just what I heard. Okay, yeah. just tell me I'm here shit, all right? <laughs> I'm convinced whatever it whatever it is is centered in the attic and for some reason can't cross into the upstairs bedrooms, but stays at the threshold of the doors at least until tonight. Oh no. Something has been off all night. I have two cats who normally love to sleep with me, but tonight they have been refusing to come upstairs. They normally follow me all around the house, but for some reason they have stayed downstairs in the living room and would not come up past the first few steps no matter how many times I called them. I brushed it off and I got ready for bed anyways. Yeah, because you're also like, God, these fucking cats. They just got a toot on, you know? I know. Like, like come on. Nona Chill out. literally knows the sound of me getting her food out, but she wants me to walk upstairs like she's a teenager and be like, come downstairs and eat. Yeah. And she'll come downstairs and eat. But if I call her, no shot. She's not coming. 
Not Ollie. He hears that bag. He's right there. <laughs> Same I'm with here, Mimi, bitch. Mimi right? and Opie. They're like, do, 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 do. you hear Mimi's big fat ass coming down the stairs so quick. Yeah. I mean, if I if I am sitting in the bedroom and I say Mimi or Ophie, they're there in two seconds. Nona, no shot. No, she's shot not coming. So I get what, like going. You're like, all right, fuck it. They're just in a mood. I'm just going to fucking go about my night. Okay. So cats are being weird. You call them a million times. They don't come up. I brushed it off and I got ready for bed anyways because I have to get up for work in literally six hours. And if I don't get at least nine hours of sleep, I am basically useless. Heard. Normally, if they're not up there when I lay down to go to sleep, they're at least up here by midnight because they get hungry at around 1 a.m. and start messing with shit to try and wake me up to feed them. But even now, they are refusing to come up. Red Red, red flags. Flag. Red flags. My boyfriend isn't home tonight, so it's just me sleeping alone. Oh, no. Which I hate. But I've tried to keep myself distracted and just relax in bed. From the bedroom, you can see directly into the corner in front of the staircase. And for some reason tonight, the corner just seems darker than normal, heavier, if that makes sense. And I keep getting this eerie feeling that there is a presence in that corner. I tried to brush it off and I laid down for bed anyways. I turned off all the lights, got comfy in my blankets, put on my sleeping mask, noise machine up the whole nine yards. I tried calling for my cats one more time, but they never came. So I settled in with my back to the door. Crazy, I know. But if you listen to my other creepy account, you know why I got to sleep with the door open. Yeah, we know, friend. (laughs) And I started to try and sleep. I was down for maybe 30 minutes, but I couldn't sleep. My mind was too restless. And then I felt it, the presence in the doorway. I tried to focus my mind and repeated that only beings of love and light were welcomed here and that I did not claim any of this negative energy. Then it felt like there was something or someone standing behind me. I focused even harder on only beings of love and light over and over and over and over again but at this point my heart was fucking racing and I felt like my body was going numb and I was terrified that I was going to end up in fucking sleep paralysis so I just started to try and move my fingers and my hands to make sure that I could and then I swear to fucking god I felt the bed start to dip behind me oh my god slowly at first then more and more and I felt this warmth run up my back and my shoulders, but it wasn't a comforting warmth. It was like when you get too hot right before you break out into a sweat. I was too scared to open my eyes, even behind the sleep mask, just in case that I saw something out of the corner, even just a little bit. And I managed to get out, quote, Alexa, turn on the lights. I have never been so fucking thankful for my smart plugs in my entire life. I fucking bolted up in my bed, threw off the eye mask and wrapped myself in blankets. I don't know how the hell I am going to sleep tonight. Literally, Susan, help. Susan, help Susan, her. right now. I went I went to our email cuz I wanted to see what time this was sent in 1:17 in the morning. No. Yeah. Taylor I hope you got some sleep, dude. I hope you went downstairs on the couch. And I need to email asleep. Taylor back right now. I'm like, are you okay? Are I'm you like, sleeping? Oh my god, what the hell? Whoa! And the the way that you described, like just before you break out into a sweat, that feeling is like where it's kind of like a hot flash, you know? Yeah. Like it's like a it's like you get like clammy almost, you mm-hmm. know? Like when it just comes out of nowhere, so it feels like it's like burning you. 
Oh my Fuck god. Fuck that. That's really you Is need this a, a rental or do you buy it? Yeah, you need to cleanse. You need to call Susan. <laughs> you gotta call Susan, Angel Wings and Healing Things, and, and everything in the in the description. I wonder I'm assuming you probably feel it more when your boyfriend's not at home. So yeah. it's mandatory now. I don't care if he has a night shift job. He's now day shift. Yeah. It is mandatory that your man's at home. At all times. Yeah. Yeah. He if now you, works from home. If you're by yourself, he's there. <laughs> you're not ever going to be by yourself. That's a new rule. Because like, why is it not going towards him? It's like focusing on you. Yeah. Taylor. Ah! I don't mean to scare you by saying that, but all I'm going to say is that you need to fucking call Susan right now. Call her. Call Susan. Right now. I'm literally, hold on one second because I'm going to read out loud right here, right now, what Susan's number is for everyone to hear. But make Taylor. Sure, make sure it's the right one. Yeah. Um, We're going to do. The old one. So this is Susan's number. 704-562-3476. Call Susan, text, text her. Susan. <laughs> yeah, do she? Her, I think her mailbox was filled up last time I was talking to her. So, um, text Susan at seven zero four five six two three four seven six and say, "Hey, my name's Taylor. You can go listen to the creepy account if you want to. That's going out literally right now. <laughs> and uh, I need to. I need help. I need you to come here right now. I need you to where, wherever you are. Come here. <laughs> this is where I live, and you need to show up. You need to show up right now because that is so freaking scary, dude. Well, I'm glad that I kind of wonder though because you do have sleep paralysis so much i wonder if this guy has kind of been with you for a hot minute i don't know i feel like because she's so open and like experiences stuff like that that it's like kind of an open doorway to her and so it's it's a doorway again like Mm -hmm. this is the second time we've had an incident with this fucking doorway in a room that taylor is sleeping in yeah two in a row bitch taylor call susan call her Thank Whoa. you. <laughs> Thank you so much for sending that I in. I hope you're sleeping. Yeah, I'm worried about you. I'm emailing you back right now, actually. The next one we have is from Anonymous. It's called, If I Had a Nickel for Every Murderer I Knew, I'd Have Two Nickels. Hey, ladies. Love, 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 love you guys. I think I found you through your collab with Two Girls, One Ghost, and I have been a weekly listener since. I'd like to say Anonymous. Okay, so I was sitting here going through my high school yearbook with my husband, going back and forth about random memories we had of these people we haven't thought about in 10 plus years when we came across a guy, name change, that I had in my senior history class. I recall that this kid, Zach stood up for me to our creepy history teacher. I had went to talk to Mr. Halls about ditching his class earlier in the week, setting up detention. He got really inappropriate with me, asking if I wanted to come in later than everyone else and making me very uncomfortable with his eyes. Ew. Multiple people came in and out of this class during this conversation, and I think it would have been apparent that I was uncomfortable with what was happening, but no one stopped or said anything until Zach came in. He grabbed my shoulder and asked if I was ready to go. Performed the best of girl code before girl code was even a thing for high schoolers. I said yes, and I told Mr. Hall I would come in during his class tomorrow to set up a time. Then Zach grabbed my bag for me and walked me to my car. He was a very nice, mild-mannered kid. We had the same history class, and throughout the year, him and that teacher, who later ended it all when it came out he had a child with a 16 or 17-year-old senior, which opened the floodgates of reports of him being more than inappropriate to minors. (gasps) Got into it a couple times when Mr. Hall would come across inappropriate or misogynistic. I admired him for that and was thankful he was there for me that day when I didn't know how to get out of that situation by myself. We became casual friends, maybe less than friends, but we acted friendly to each other. Signed each other's yearbooks, etc. Well, fast forward about six years out of high school and I came across a story in my town's Facebook page. Accused shooter dressed as a UPS worker to kill former employee. Oh. My former friend, who only showed me a very just part of himself, wound up shooting his boss multiple times after being fired from his position. (gasps) 
he had a thought that dressing as a UPS worker would throw off the scent of police. Once caught, he stated he planned to kill others but decided not to. And hours after the incident, he called the cops on himself, only to try and escape once in custody. Absolutely wild thing to happen in our very small community. And if I never read that headline, I would only have decent things to say about that guy. I will write him with the story of the other murder I used to be co-workers with, but it's a much more personal and brutal story, so I need to be emotionally prepared for that. Well, thanks for taking the time to read. I respect you 100% and wait until you're ready to read that. Yeah. Uh, Anonymous, right? Yeah. Okay, anonymous. Listen, uh, listen, that is insane, but it makes complete sense to me. Me too. You know, like... Only someone whose brain works like that would know. Like you said, like girl code before girl code was a thing. Well, guess what? Boys don't ever have is the ability to be like, oh, this person's Something's going on, right? Unless they're like, I know this person's Senses, a creep because a sixth, I sense a sixth it. sense. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, I, I understand what he's doing because my brain thinks dark like that. Yeah, and she's uncomfortable. And the fact that he was like, yeah, I was going to kill more people. Yeah, and he called the police on himself. That's crazy. That's wild. I cannot believe that. I'm so in the fact that you just like came across it and you were just like my entire life I would have been talking so highly about this guy forever and like what if you had no idea? Right. I'm really sorry that both of the things, but also the both, teacher. Yeah, the teacher shit. did that to you. That's fucked up. And I'm so glad that he got you out of that, even though he later became what he became. Right. But. But I feel like he had this side of like, like, it's like the good let me in him. Be a good, let me be good on certain. Let me do small acts of kindness, mm-hmm. and so that way it's like a karmic. Yeah, and he what, knew what he did was wrong. He called the police on. Himself. He called the police on. Himself. So he's but then not, he tried to run away. Right, but it's also like he's clearly, you know, battling with this internally for sure, and that's just so wild. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Damn, dude. I'm so glad you're okay in all situations that we know about currently. Um, But when you're ready and if you're willing to, we will read your other story. Yes. So thank you so much for trusting us with this one as well as letting us know that you have another one that you'd like to send in when you're ready on your own time. We love you. Love you. It's that's wild. Did the AC just blow on? That's what I was just thinking. Is that AC? It feels like air. It's freezing, isn't it? Huh? Yeah, definitely cold breeze. The next one we have is from Katie using she, her pronouns. And the title is my first ever ghost experience. Oh, I love first mm, encounters. Hey, y'all. My name is Katie. You can use my name. And I am a listener from Texas. I started listening to y'all after my mom told me I needed to because <laughs> you reminded her of me and my sister. And after listening, I concur. <laughs> oh, I love okay, your mom. mom. Slay. Hey, mom. Thank you. I binged all of your episodes in probably three months and have been listening every Thursday since. Y'all are the absolute best. Y'all are doing am- absolutely amazing. And I love when Thursdays come along because it feels like I'm catching up with my besties. Also, Morgan, it's our wedding year. I am getting married this November and I'm so excited. I hope all goes perfect with yours and I'll be sending good vibes your way. If you heard the intro, it's clearly not. But I'm sending good vibes your way. Uh, thank you so much, Katie, for listening and binging all of us and all the sweet things you just said. Anyways, I'm sorry for rambling. I have debated sending this in because it's not terrifying, 
but it did happen and stuck with me ever since. When I was in elementary school, my best friend, still my friend now, just not as close, and I spent every moment together. I was always at her house because she had a badass house. Hell yeah. She lived on an old dairy farm, so we had acres of land to play in and old abandoned offices and barns to play in. Oh, that sounds so fun. Generations of her family lived in that house and most of her family built houses on the surrounding properties to stay close. Well, back then, I was not allowed to watch Jersey Shore at my house. My mom thought I would end up acting like them if I watched it. Me neither. I was not allowed. <laughs> so when I would go over to her house, we would watch the shit out of it. <laughs> I was always a kid that stayed up all night, especially if there was a TV involved. I could not sleep. My best friend was quite the opposite. She would fall asleep within an hour of being in the bed. So one night she was asleep and I was up binging Jersey Shore when I heard someone walking in the hallway. When I said that her house was cool, I meant it. How her house was laid out is so vital to this story and I will try my best to explain. So the door that everyone used when coming to her house was technically the side door. And when you entered, you'd walk right into the dining room. To your right was the entrance to the garage and to the left was the kitchen and the formal dining room. Straight ahead was the entrance to the living room. In the living room, you could walk right and go into their bar slash party room that had a hallway that looped back into the dining room or you could go straight back and find their hallway to their bedrooms and bathrooms. However, this was not a normal straight hallway. It was shaped in a square. So there were two entrances from the living room. If you went straight, you'd see a bathroom on the right and her parents' bedroom in front of the corner. If you followed the hallway to the left, then there would be a guest bedroom to the right, another bathroom to the left in the center of the square. Okay. And if you followed the hallway again to the right, you would have my best friend's room on the right with her sisters a little farther down on the right. And then you would be back into the living room. Big okay. giant loop. Got it. Everywhere you went in this house, it always had a way to loop you back. So you never had to walk back and forth. I kind of love that. I know. That is my dream. Yeah. To be able to just keep looping. Yep. I would be running around. I would burn. I would. My steps would be crazy. Yeah. I would love that. Okay. Badass. I know. Anyways, when I heard someone walking, it was like three in the morning. I figured it was just her mom or dad going to the bathroom, but the walking started coming towards our bedroom instead. I thought that I would be in trouble for being awake so late, which never happened. I've just always been paranoid about being in trouble, when, which I never was. And you're watching something that you weren't supposed to, even though you are allowed to watch it there. It still feels wrong. Yeah, you're it does immediately like oh, you fuck, get oh, so fuck, stressed oh, fuck, out. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you'd be like throwing. What shit if they around. talk to my mom? Exactly. <laughs> They're gonna call my mom on me. So I put my head under the covers and acted like I was asleep. They walked right past the room, not stopping. So I popped my head out and I heard them heading into the living room. Me being the nosy ass kid that I was slash still am as an adult, decided to see why they were up at this hour. <laughs> when I walked into the hallway, I noticed that her parents' bedroom door was not open, which made me realize that I never heard it close or open for that matter. They were old creaky doors, so you could hear them from anywhere. So I headed into the living room and I saw them walk into the dining room slash kitchen. So I snuck farther and when I made it into the doorway, no one was there. I thought it was weird. So I went to the formal dining area to see if they were in there and no one was. So I went into the other entrances of the formal dining room, which looped back into the living room and I listened and I did not hear anyone moving around. So I went back to the room. 
shut the TV off, and I went to sleep thinking that I was so tired I was delusional. (laughs) Except for that next morning, I told my friend what had happened, telling her that I must have been super sleepy, and she said no. That was just my great-grandma or grandpa. Oh, shit. To tell you that I about shit my pants was an absolute understatement. My family never talked about ghosts. I didn't even believe that they were real. She said that sometimes she sees them walking into the kitchen or standing in the kitchen and that they were just there to say hi and check on their house, which they died in, by the way. Oh, shit. This experience changed my mindset on everything, which I believe opened up my spirit to allow me to be empathic. I always, as a kid, felt things that I couldn't explain, and I just thought it was nerves. I believe it is why I was so shy, because I could feel people's energies, and I didn't know what it was I was feeling. Now, to this day, I can walk into a room and tell you what the vibe is without speaking to anyone. My fiancé has always believed me, but I think in a way that's like, yeah, I believe in whatever you think. (laughs) Until one day. We went to see his parents, and as soon as I walked into the house, I could feel an outrageous amount of tension, and I told him that I think his parents had been fighting. He was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then his brother walked out of his room and said, y'all might not want to (laughs) stay Y'all might not want to stay. They had been fighting all day today, and it will be awkward. My fiance has never doubted me since. I am always very awkward in emotional situations, and I think it's because I can feel everyone's feelings, and it's just overwhelming to me. I've had more ghost experiences, but nothing drastic. Most of it just seeing or feeling the presence, but nothing scary. Hopefully, this makes it onto the podcast, and I'm sorry for the long-ass story. P.S. If y'all are ever in Texas, y'all have a friend who would love to hang out with y'all. Ooh, oh, my God. Well, we Katie, like going to Texas. <laughs> thank you so much, Katie. Thank um, you. That, that was is, cool. I I, I wish the house. I w- could walk around this house. Me I just want to I want to loop around this house. But like, how sweet that that was like your first first experience. And before that, you never like talked about it. You never believed in it necessarily. Yeah. Not because for any other reason than your family just didn't bring it up and didn't talk about it. And then all of a sudden, your little bestie is like, "No, oh, yeah, it's just my grandma." Yeah, I hear them all. But the time. like that, Don't what worry. a sweet way to like be introduced to spirits. Yeah. you know, like well, and it changed your whole entire like perception of your anxiety and your mm-hmm. and your shyness and being able to realize like, oh, it's because I'm feeling other, I'm feeling other energies, mm-hmm. and I'm I've got to you know learn that what is mine and what is not mine, right? Because very cool. as someone who is like an empath, like you truly, it take when you're younger, you truly like can't decide is this one mine or yours or theirs or whose is this so you just end up kind of being like either a basket case or really to yourself i was a basket case you Mm -hmm. were to yourself (laughs) so i'm glad for you for that katie (laughs) thank you so much for writing that in thank you for writing that in The next one we have is from Harley, and it's titled, Read This, My Lovely Bitches. Hello, ladies. My name is Harley. Yes, you can use my name. I want to start off by saying I suck at punctuation, spelling, and just all around the English language. Felt that. I love listening to you both so much. I wanted to send some of my creepy stories I have that I share to the girls at work that have given them the creeps. Ooh. I have a ton that I will be sending to you ladies, so get used to seeing my name, bitches. (laughs) I have had something follow me since I was little and still to this day. I have two stories to share. The first story I'm going to send is from when I was maybe about six years old. I have a few from when I was younger, but my childhood was full of very hard times and I blocked out those creepy stories on top of the trauma. Anywho, we were left home alone a lot as young children, so it was just my older sister, two years older than me, and I at home for summer break while my mom was at work. 
That day, as of many, I'm sure we were pissing each other off and fighting like kids do when we heard a loud bang in the kitchen. Sorry, in the garage that led into the kitchen. We were both scared and peeked around the corner when the bang was even louder and sounded like someone was rummaging through our junk. Me being the fuck with me and find out kind of kid. (laughs) I looked through the glass window into the garage to find no one there. We went back to the living room and back to what we were doing when we heard a knock come from that same door. We just looked at each other scared and confused. I got up and flung that door open with a big butcher knife in hand and I yelled, I've got a knife and I will use it. Yes, I know now that I probably invited whatever that was in and I was expecting someone to pop out something, but still not a word. Oh, God. We left that door open until my mom got home. We told my mom what happened and she was more mad that I had a knife than the point of the story and it was ignored. Oh, my God. Just a few months later, I heard the knocking again, but this time it was inside the house in the hallway. And of course, I was home alone this time. I wasn't so much of a hard ass then. I remember saying out loud, feeling stupid, I was talking to nothing, telling it to please leave me alone and counting down the hours until my mom got home. The second story I have is from when I was 9 or 10 years old. This story happened in a different house. We moved to different rent houses when I was growing up. It was summer break again, and I feel like since we were home more, then that's when the things would happen more. Oh, yeah, okay. We were home alone again while my mom was at work. My sister had a friend over that stayed the whole break. We were sitting in our room one morning when we heard something walking in the hall. We had a mirror behind the door and we could see the back of someone walking down the hall. You could physically see and hear who or what was walking. Knowing we were all home alone, we freaked out. That was the first time we had seen anything with our own eyes. Normally, we could just hear it, but it scared the crap out of my sister's friend. But she was a true OG and she stuck around for a long time. Oh, yeah. We had a few weird things that summer, but we didn't see it for the rest of the time living in that house. But you could hear it around the house at times. I do wonder if the thing that was knocking on our door at that house was the uncomfortable presence that I have felt with me my whole life. Also, I need y'all to do something over mirrors, please. I remember one of your stories was about mirrors being a portal or something, and I need more. I did do a little mini. Yeah, you did like a little mini mirror thing on Patreon. Yeah, this isn't even scary to me compared to my later stories that I will be sending in. I hope you guys look forward to hearing them. And I have an amazing story with Susan. Oh, my God. I I cannot wait wait to read it. Harley, as we're recording this, we literally just got two more of your emails. Yeah. So this is this was just the first one that you sent in. And uh, thank you so much for sending this one in and all the other ones as well. Thank you, but Harley. That's so interesting that at the majority of these, you said that you've moved you moved around to multiple like rental houses. And it's and, kind of the same thing. Yeah. Going and on. I, while we were reading, I went through and I read one of your other emails to see like if this thing's like following you from house to house or if these are spirits within the houses that are separate. Yeah. So that's what I kind of want to know more about. Like, is that, is this something that do you think is the same thing following you around from house to house or is it different spirits? So you just being like a spiritual person. I want to know what Susan said. Yeah. I'm dying to hear what Susan said. I cannot wait. Thank you so much, Harley. Thank you. The next one we have is from Stephanie using she, her pronouns. And the title is Not So Creepy Account, but maybe I'll get lucky and you'll read it anyway. Oh, it's your lucky day. And it says Taylor and Morgan. First off, I just love listening to you all every week. I may not be an OG pick me, but I've been listening for the last two years and I love hearing all of your life updates, random thoughts, and of course, everything creepy and crimey, especially on Patreon. That makes you an OG pick me. Yeah, if you're joining Patreon and you've been listening for at least two years and uh, consider yourself a pick me i think if we've got four seasons now right so i feel like if you've listened to if you've been here since where's our mark right now 2022 2022 
I would say if you've been here tw- since 2021, you're more than an OG. You're family. Like, I don't know what to say about, about that. Okay, Vin Diesel. I got to say that. <laughs> if you've been here since 2021, you've been here with the old mics. So you're family at this we're point. We're family. Yeah, we're blood. Okay? Oh, We've been bonded. Is that his name, Vin fucking Diesel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's who you are. It is. Yes. Family. Uh, okay, wait. Where are we at? Okay. Uh, especially on Patreon. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like the mom and the mean girls listening to you. You see, you, you girls keep me young as a 35-year-old mom of two. But I also feel like we might be besties in real life. Ooh. Ooh. This story isn't creepy or crimey, but I've been dying to write it in since the beginning of season four, and I finally forced my ADD aside. To t- this is the second time to tell you the story of my angel numbers since the start of the season was all about them. I, I read through this. All right. It's so good. I'm so it. excited. My now husband and I were both born on the seventh of a month and obviously found this out in the getting to know you phase of our relationship. I'm September and he's October. Fast forward seven years, and I'm pregnant with her first child. On February 5th, 2017, on Super Bowl Sunday, why not ruin my fa- my hubby's favorite day of the year, LOL, I get sick with what I think is a stomach bug. I spent the entire day sick in bed. It's now February 6th, and I call out of work just to be safe, having not eaten in over 24 hours at nine months pregnant. And thank goodness, because at around 9 a.m. that morning, my water broke. And while I remained calm, having no signs of labor except for my water breaking, my husband got us into the car and ran every red light to get us to the hospital, terrified that this baby would be born in the car the same way that I was. Oh, my oh God. My you God. were born in the car type of baby. Oh, I my God. I want to be that kind of baby. I want to hear more. I want to know I every be, detail. I want to be an airplane baby. I want to be I want to be a dramatic baby. <laughs> you know, that's just what those are. D- dramatic babies. I want to come in with a big fucking like entrance. That's I'm what I'm great. wanting. Instead, my mom just had a Hardy's biscuit and walked into the, ho- the hotel. My mom was probably teaching aerobics that morning. Yeah, swear to God. <laughs> that thing's on her 15th mile run that day. Damn it. Uh, okay, so I remained calm. My husband, my hubby, freaked out, going all the way. Okay, being in the car like I was. We're checked into labor and delivery by 1030 a.m. And when they checked me to see how far along I am, they tell me that I'm about seven to eight centimeters dilated. Shit. Not too far off, right? Wrong. I know people say that you are in labor forever with your first, but it's now almost 12 hours and a dose of Pitocin later and nothing is happening. By this point, I was so defeated and ready to cry, but my cheerleader of a husband rallied and gave me the most motivational speech possible. Man. I won't bore you with all of the mushy details, but during the speech, he said to me, quote, don't worry, this baby is just waiting until the seventh to come. You'll see. It gave me just what I needed in that moment to hear that. As midnight rolled around and still nothing was happening, I forced myself to sleep for a little. I woke up at around 4 a.m. to, again, no progress. They had to put a giant peanut ball between my now incredibly numb legs. And at this point, I was about ready to give up. It's also getting to be the time where the doctors would want to start thinking about a C-section since my water broke so long ago. And again, the pep talk comes. You can do this. I bet this baby is just waiting until 7 a.m. And don't you know, our baby boy, our sweet baby boy was born on February 7th at 7.43 a.m. No way. Weighing six pounds and seven ounces. No way. I have chills all over my sevens right there. Um, We thought this was the coolest thing. And that had been, it had been a sign from the universe, right? 
So we're talking with the doctor who delivered, and he mentioned the sevens coincidence, where the doctor was, and no, I'm sorry. So we're talking to the doctor who delivered and mentioned the sevens coincidence, where the doctor responds, oh, wow, he's actually my seventh and final delivery of the day. No way. Shut the fuck up. We love this story so much and continue to tell everyone about it. We were living in sin at the time. Oh, not Same. the sin. <laughs> and not yet married. So we decided what would be more perfect than to get married on July 7th of 2018. But it doesn't end there. On our first anniversary, I was sitting outside having my morning coffee with our now one and a half year old when I thought to myself, hmm, my period is definitely late. Maybe I should take a test. Thinking nothing of it at the time because we weren't necessarily trying at that exact moment. And you might have guessed it was positive. So now I have myself, my husband, our first son, our wedding anniversary, and the day that we found out about our second baby all on the seventh of a month. For the next nine months, we joked about that we would lie to this baby if he was born on any other day than the seventh of the month. But the time came and we realized that we weren't going to have to lie to our second sweet and perfect little boy. He was born on March 7th, 2020 at 6.01 in the morning. And we couldn't believe that it actually happened again. He was the biggest blessing right at the start of the pandemic. The brightest light and exactly what we needed during that time. I snuggled a lot in the beginning of the... I'm okay. Edit. Edit. I struggled a lot in the beginning of the pandemic, being so isolated from everyone we love. It may seem like a fun story to tell, but to me and my family, it is so much more. It makes me believe that everything happens for a reason. My grandmother, who was the most special person in the world and someone that I was so closely connected to growing up, was born on August 7th, my first son's half birthday. She lived to see him be born. She died when he was six months old and two days, six months and two days old. And two days after her 93rd birthday. And every time I think about what some people may consider a just a crazy coincidence, I can't help but think that she was a person that started our lucky sevens. P.S. We, of course, see our angel number seven everywhere we go. Why would we not? Sorry this is so long and probably a little too drawn out, but I hope that you guys love it. I have some other creepy stories that maybe I'll write in in two years from now. <laughs> Wait, I'll write in two years from now. Oh, my God. Keep doing what you're doing. I love to see it. Love, Steph. That's so cool. This is so cute. I love this. Yeah. I love love whenever you, like, can pick up on the the cues. And you truly, you manifested that second baby's birthday. Yeah. Even the first ones. You're like, yeah, he's coming on the 7th. Yeah, he's coming on the 7th. And your husband, like, that's so sweet. His little pep talks during all that, like, being so Aaron will be passed out on the ground, so. Yeah. (laughs) Both Logan and Aaron are just... In they're dead. Logan on the floor. will say the spikes didn't work. <laughs> look, what, look. That sounds so morbid than what it really is. You have to listen to Piper Dog to, to, to know what that means. <laughs> to know what the Piper Dog God, the very end of Piper Dog God. Oh shit! Uh, thank you so much for writing that in, stuff. All right, the next one we have is from Renee using she/her pronouns, and it's titled "My Brother's Last Goodbye." Oh. Hey guys, my name is Renee, she, her, you could use my name. In fact, please do. I'm a new listener from your episode with the beloved Kelsey on the (laughs) Circle Time podcast and have been loving your creepy account apps. Hi, welcome. I've always been open to and even hoping to experience something paranormal since the day I learned how to say the word ghost. Yes. But to my disappointment, I never have. Not that I've noticed anyway. However, my mother has told me numerous stories of her personal experiences and they always fascinate me. This story in particular is my favorite. To make this less confusing, I'll tell the story in the perspective of her. Okay. It's all, quote, 
To set the scene, I was working my usual shift at my city's local grocery store as a checkout girly, checkout operator. I was a few hours into my shift when I saw a man that, at a glance, looked awfully familiar come through my checkout. With a second look, I realized he looked almost identical to my brother. My brother was currently living in another country, so I knew it obviously wasn't him. Wow, I said, you're the spitting image of my brother. It's crazy. He must be a handsome fellow then, he responded, and we (laughs) laughed. I continued ringing him up with the usual checkout chat till he was leaving. And I said, here's your bag. Thanks and have a good night. And he thanks me, then goes to leave. He gets to the exit door, then stops. He turns back to me and he says once again, goodbye. I thought it was a bit odd, but we always get odd people in grocery stores, so I just brushed it off. I told him bye again and I continued my shift. About a half hour went past when my supervisor called me over telling me I had a phone call. I answered it and it was my husband. He had called to tell me that my brother, the one living in another country, had died in a car crash about a half hour ago. Oh, my God. Obviously, I was super distraught and went home immediately. And it wasn't until later that night I made the connection. To this day, I'm still convinced that that was my brother that came to me that night to say his last goodbye. This was not the last time I saw him. There's been times that I've seen him in my room and I would shake my head telling myself I'm being stupid. But I know I wasn't just seeing things like I tell myself. I know that it's him. I hope you guys enjoy that story as sad as it is. I love hearing it because I find it just so interesting. If Susan was listening along, I'd love to hear her input on this too. I wish she was here, but I wish she was too. You have to call her. Thanks for reading, guys. Love the podcast and wish you all well. Sincerely, Renee. Renee. That is such a cool story. What a sweet. Oh my god, that was one hundred percent. That reminds me of exactly what happened in the tsunami episode. I just, I just heard with the guy and his mom. Yes, the bus. One hundred percent. It's like seeing her in the shelter. Like you, it's like it. Even if that person wasn't didn't actually look like your brother or well your uncle renee but but you saw him as your brother yeah like you would have perceived him as your brother and he was coming through this person Mm -hmm. wow what a gift what a sweet brother to come to you yeah oh my god thank Thank you you so much for writing and thank your mom for allowing us to share it the last one we have is from poncho and guys Get fucking ready, because this is a new boy. Bump, bump, bump. Woo! Using he, him pronouns. Let's go. CNC Boys Club. All right. Seth, go ahead and give him the proper welcome. Seth, <laughs> greet him kindly. Seth's like, I'm always fucking kind. Yeah. Bitch. It's, it's, it's like, why do you have an album for me? <laughs> Love you. Seth, like, writes in a letter. Oh, oh, it was Sherry's birthday recently. Happy oh, birthday, happy Sherry. Happy birthday, Sherry. Um, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Immediately, Poncho Seth. We're the Boys Club going back. Okay. The title is totally forgot to put a subject for this. Resending it with the subject with this as a subject. My bad, ladies. That's fine. Works for us. It's fine. Hey, ladies, you can call me Poncho. He him pronouns. I've been listening to your podcast for the last two question mark months every day, all day at work since episode one. No way. And I'm currently on your latest one. Episode 172. Oh, my God. Do you hate our voices? (laughs) Dude, are you? How's your migraine being? (laughs) I couldn't imagine from one to now holy hell that's crazy definitely has helped thank you for listening to that definitely has helped um, my days fly by considering that i work on average 10 hours six sometimes seven days a week lol i was working 60 (sighs) to 70 hours a week i'm glad we can keep you company you can count me out of that job (laughs) yeah we gotta get out of there but i'm glad we're here to keep you company and talk your heads off then i mean literally we're just sitting there talking your head off the entire time i'm so sorry i 
<laughs> just being dumbasses. All right. Hey, Poncho's here today. We got a new boy, Seth. Boys Google club, boys club. He's like just like hard at work. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, dude, I just I'm fucking trying to get through this 10 hour day. I don't really give a shit. All we right? love our boys. Yeah, we love the boys. Uh, okay. I love how we like made Seth the captain of the boys club when we literally have husbands that like they don't listen though. That's the point. Logan does. You caught he him. listened the other day and he, he texted me, that's not true. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's all he said. That's not true. What are you fucking talking about? I don't, I'm not the one that gets sick every Christmas. That's when he listened to. The recap. Nostradamus. I'm not the one that gets sick every Christmas. It's you. I'm glad he picked an episode that I only covered. i glad he picked an episode <laughs> where the whole time me and you were talking shit and being crazy in the beginning. 45 minutes of us just talking and then he'll be like you guys talk so much in the intro i'm like you picked the one that we talked for 44 minutes and we had to put a disclaimer that says if you don't want to hear us ramble for 44 minutes skip it skip it over my man Ugh. logan i hope you're not listening he's listening now yeah he is okay i've been wanting to i'm dude i'm so what if he, sorry what if he sorry what if he actually listens in like when we're recording and he takes notes like Okay, they said this, and this episode's being released tomorrow. That way, tomorrow I'm going to text and act like I listened to their episode. Why are you giving him that much credit? I don't know. I just, like, it, I feel like that's something that we would do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course we would do that. We do do that. What are you talking about? The other day we're eating dinner. Last night we're eating dinner. And I'm like, what is that noise? And he's like, what? I don't hear anything. I'm mic. like, why do I hear Logan talking in the house? Why is Logan in why my house? Why is Logan screaming two rooms down? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I guess that's my mic. I, I, better, I better go shut that off. It jumps up so quick and shuts it off. I'm like, no, leave it on. Bring it out here. Bring set it, it out. Set it in the middle of the fucking dining table. I want to hear what <laughs> Logan has to say right now. That he's screaming so loud I can hear him from my dining room table. Yeah, I'm like, I just slid. You should have texted him and told him to shut the fuck up. Because I, I was also texting him telling him to shut the fuck up. It was last night. Yeah, I, I know. Because <laughs> I was watching gilmore girls press and pause every five minutes all right sorry poncho yeah this is what we do to the boys this is why we don't have boys because yeah, we just get so excited us. and then we want to talk the entire time that they're here yeah. poncho they, we're sorry and then they leave us we're going back don't leave us okay seven days a week lol i have been wanting to do my waiting. creepy. okay i've been <laughs> waiting to do my creepy account until i got caught up and here it is Ooh. not sure when you'll read but here we go First, I want to start off by saying that I have always been sensitive to the paranormal and mythical side since I was young. Basically, I'm a huge magnet to it. I contribute this to the fact that I have native blood with a paternal abuelita that was a medicine woman. Wow. And a cursed bloodline on my maternal side. Whoa. Holy shit. Okay. The curse on my maternal side is simple. Every member who has the blood and the last name has died early and horribly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That doesn't seem simple. It seems awful. So how can we get that removed from Right. You, how do Poncho? you get rid of a curse like that that's on your bloodline? Wait. Maternal is mother, mother. So he doesn't carry her last name. Yeah. He doesn't carry her last name. But if she had oh, all of the sons in the family. Right. Well, wait. No, no, no. Then with him. Oh, hold on. Let's just keep reading. My mother's father and half-sister both tragically drowned in a river a cousin fell off a small ladder and broke his neck. Another was crushed under a tractor. Holy crap. Holy shit. Many members of my family follow this tragic fate. The only living ones are all daughters, as when they get married, their last names change and are safe from that fate. Okay. An instance that I can remember that happened in my mid-teens of the paranormal. My stepfather at the time had come into the living room as I slept on the couch. He had seen a large black figure of a man wearing a hat and a trench coat staring over me sleeping. 
He instantly ran to his room and left me with the spirit. Yeah, I know. Not a great man. Yeah, what the fuck? He just ditched you with the with the top hat dude hanging over you in a trench coat immediately you stay he told me the morning after and my whole body filled with chills but nothing had happened until the following month one night at around 2 or 3 a.m a woman's voice would speak to me it was constant until dawn broke all she would do was tell me quote hey hey you wake up hey hey wake up i know you're awake hey wake up She would do this for two months every night until first light. I prayed to God every night that she would stop, but it never did. I ultimately mentally cut off my spiritual side and she stopped. It wasn't until about a year ago that I slowly let that side back open. I began dabbling in tarot readings. All of my readings have been very accurate on the past, present, and even the future. During the readings, my body chills, and for the correct card, my hand will burn, and stabbing feelings happen. It honestly is an incredible experience, and I feel drained after a successful reading. But with all the things, there is a price. The night of a reading, I am plagued with sleep paralysis, and shadow creatures will crawl about my room until I wake up screaming and turn on the light. Oh my god. It brings me to my main reason for wanting to share my creepy account. I believe it was in episode 110 that you guys talked about worship of the Egyptian god Sept. I believe in all religions. Is it Sept? I think. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that properly. But just in case I'm not, it's spelled S. It's spelled like you're shortening September. S-E-P-T. Yeah. I believe in all religions. All gods are real, which is even mentioned in the Ten Commandments. Quote, thou shall not worship any other gods. End quote. I have a whole conspiracy theory on the Bible if you want to hear it at another time. I do want to hear it, but enough rambling. In 2022, I had taken one of my cats to the vet in which they told me that he had a mass on the roof of his mouth that was a 9 out of 10 chance of being cancerous. It broke me. My two cats are my reason for life. They are the reason why I haven't gone down that unfortunate end so many souls take. They are little brothers, a bonded pair. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. When separated, or if one dies, the other will tend to follow. This terrified me, so I began to pray. I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed, and ultimately, I had to take my baby for emergency surgery as his tooth had begun to stick out of his mouth, causing him pain. The night before his surgery, I did not pray to the Christian or Catholic God. I instead prayed to the goddess Bastet. She is commonly known as the goddess of cats in ancient Egyptian culture, but she also is of fertility, protection, and other things. I'm obsessed with her. I prayed to her under which was thankfully the full moon. Oh, thank God on a Monday night. I prayed for my baby. I prayed for his health and for him not to have cancer. I offered her milk, chocolate, and honey. During the prayer, I felt a warm embrace that left me feeling cold once I finished the prayer. The next day, on his surgery, they unfortunately had to remove all of his teeth on the right side, but his left side were in perfect perfect condition. They performed a biopsy on the mass and sent the results in for testing. The following week, while at work, I got the results, and it came back negative for any cancer cells. Wow. My baby boy was cancer-free. That night, I prayed in thanks to Bast, lighting a black cat candle, and I felt her warmth again. Since then, I pray to her before every reading and every month on the three nights of the full moon. I haven't had a night terror since, and my boys are both healthy little monsters. 
I know this was a long one and all over the place and a bit controversial in sections where you're more than welcome to take out. Thank you for taking the time to read this and maybe I'll hear you tell it on the podcast. Stay safe, stay well, and stay creepy. I king shit love that that is so fucking good i want to hear a million more but i now need to literally go lose my mind and sob you know what's so cool is that that goddess probably like used to receive worship by the masses worship by the millions so calling upon her is like and now she probably receives worship by the thousands yeah if that yeah and i mean maybe more but i feel like because there are so many gods and goddesses that we all know because we have the internet now to be able to look up right and for like you to call upon her and her to deliver i mean because i mean she's you know she's like bitch up and on vacation she's like what's up who's calling me me? my fucking phone's ringing yeah the whole life she's like that shit was getting dry oh my god that is such a cool story whoa that is so cool fine i'll do the same thing every single time now but now it makes me really scared because I'm supposed to be taking Mila to the vet because she needs to get her teeth cleaned really bad. And they've been telling me to do it for a year, but they have to put her to sleep and she's overweight and I don't want to put her to sleep. All he needs his teeth cleaned too. Yeah, I don't want to do that. And like, when's the full moon? When's the full moon? Here's my thing. Now, I just had the realization that though Mila and Nona are not blood siblings, they're a bonded pair. That's why Ophi is the third one out. And right. now I just literally want to cry all night. Yeah. So everyone, stop talking to me. Bonjo, <laughs> don't ever talk to me again about bonded pairs. I'm Poncho just and Seth, kick him out. <laughs> Poncho's out. <laughs> just kidding. Fucking thank goody. you so much for that story. Yeah, thank you. That that was probably And thanks I for love being it. so raw. So raw. Everything about it, I loved. There was not a single thing that I, I didn't. And I loved how you ended it. I love how you started. Love you, Poncho. Come back. Write another thing. I'm dying to hear more. I, I know so, you got more stories. I have so many questions, but thank you so much for writing that in. And Thanks for listening. I want to hear more. I, I, even if I don't read it on the podcast, I'd like to hear. Um, but guys, in the middle of this, you remember how I texted Taylor who emailed us at like one o'clock in the morning after being attacked? Second or third story, first story. Yeah. Um, she just emailed me back because I texted her. I emailed her. I said, shut the fuck up. Are you okay? That's <laughs> just a very classic email from us. And she says, OMG, I just literally saged my entire house the day after this. I'm talking every room, under the beds, every closet, every cabinet, drawer, nook, and cranny, including the attic. The energy in the house felt so much better ever, has felt so much better ever since. Thank God. We also had an issue where no matter what the temp is set at the house, it constantly felt cold. We thought that we just had bad insulation. Nope. After we did the cleansing, we had zero issues with the house staying warm. Even after the recent snowstorm, pretty sure that it was just whatever crawled into my bed, making this house extremely cold and creepy feeling. My friend came over the other day and said that the house finally felt welcoming. Good. <laughs> I all, I'm i almost positive that this is why the rent was so cheap and the landlord doesn't live at the property anymore. I think that we could get a couple of months. I think that we should get a couple of months free considering that we just had to fix the entire ghost problem. I would reach out and be like, yeah, um, so we know why this was where it was. Yeah. And we fixed it. And so, so though that's at least three months. Uh, in you. fact, I'm going to be charging you rent now <laughs> for me to be living here. You're welcome. Guys, Poncho, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Poncho, but thank you so much for everything that you just sent in. Thank you so much to everyone that sent in today. Taylor, thanks guys. so much for the update. We love you guys so much. Sorry that this is coming out late. I know it is because ain't no way I'm adding in this tonight. Nah, shot. Uh, yeah, it'll be all afternoon. Love you. Bye.